What's up, everybody? Welcome in, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Cooldown Time. Uh, we hope you had a happy Thanksgiving if you celebrated that. Uh, we sure did as well. My name's Marco. I am your graphically outdated host of the show. Joining me, as always, is the technical mess of the show himself, Pablo. And Pablo, it is time for our, I think this is our third annual Open Critic Predictions Special. Uh, this is where we look at all of the biggest and maybe not so biggest games coming out uh, in the year to come, and we give you our open critic predictions and we tell you why. Uh, so instead of doing our usual format where we talk about the games we're playing and any news stories that are going on, uh, we are skipping those two segments entirely to get right into the main event of the show uh, to give you our predictions just as a heads up. Um, so Pablo, um, you know, look, we haven't tallied up uh, officially who won the Open Critic 2023 predictions, but as of this recording, it is quite close. Uh, how are you feeling about your chances so far, my friend? Well, I mean, uh, I guess it, I, I think we should mention that I won 2022. We don't need to mention that. No, uh, we don't. I'm just, you know, I just kind of wanted to Take that out make sure that we understood that. No, nope. uh, no, I, I feel um, not good because I oh. think that um, the game that I predicted is your your prediction score. I think is is about right, uh, just from everything mm. I've we've seen with the previews of that game. Uh, we'll see though. I mean, you, you, do you want to tell us specifically exactly where we are? Well, I think it's 18 to 17 right now, uh, in terms of our scoring, right. um, what we normally do, uh, and this is what we're going to do here as well is we're going to, we, we predicted our, our open critic scores. And then, uh, as the year went on it, whoever was closest to that score gets one point. But if right. you get the prediction on the dot, so if you predict an 83 and the game gets an 83, you get two points so that's kind of how we're tallying this uh this whole predictions thing so uh that's why we're currently at uh, i think 18 to 17 um right. robocop screwed me over uh we, we would have had a tie game at this point if it wasn't for robocop going up a point so i'm i'm terribly upset that it's doing better than i i hoped it did <laughs> I, i'm rooting for it to be worse for um, selfish reasons, yeah. selfish reasons. But uh, looks yeah, like the last so, game is going to hinge on uh, none other than Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. Oh my gosh! All that trash talking about Ubisoft. Karma is coming for this ass. You need a, <laughs> so you need a. You need to get it. Uh, you know, you need to be right in order to tie. And then if you get it right on, uh, I think that I mean you win at that point. Yeah. But honestly, I think you have a really good uh chance because right now your prediction is 78 yeah and and I, i'm at a 76 i i do think that that game is going to possibly reach that 78 mark you might be right on actually just just because i that game all the vibes it gives it, it gives like almost a great game type of thing or at least in terms of how it's going to be reviewed yeah uh so we shall we shall definitely see uh but yeah Keep it, keep it uh, tuned here. We'll tell you exactly who won. It's probably going to be me. Uh, wow. But I'm excited for, <laughs> I'm excited for next year. To see what's up. Some people out there believe in me. 
all three of them, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> so look, uh, we talked enough about family doesn't count. Uh, all right, my, my mama, my mama counts in my heart. <laughs> um, okay. So we do need to get started with our predictions because Pablo, we have a whopping 46 games to issue out open critic predictions for, um, Pablo, some of these are a little bit lesser known, so we probably will need to give maybe a, a quick 5-10 second reminder of what these games are. Some of them need no explanation. We'll just kind of take it as we go here. Uh, but why don't we go ahead and get started with none other than the main event of the show right now, which is the Checkpoint Chat. Let's do it. It's time for the Checkpoint Chat. Okay. Open critic predictions begin now. Pablo... We have a long list of games. Let's not waste any more time. Let's jump right in. Uh, these are all in alphabetical order, so keep in mind if you're waiting for a certain game to come up that we're going to predict, just give it some time. We'll get to it. Uh, but Pablo, uh, you want to drive on this one? Yeah. All right. I'll go ahead and uh, we'll start from the very top. Yes. Uh, with 33 Immortals. Marco, this is a game we talked about a couple of episodes ago, yep. uh, the game that we are mildly interested in. So what do you have for a prediction score, my man? I went a little conservative on this one. I'm going with 78. Um, I think that this is going to be um, a solid game. I think people are going to generally enjoy it. Um, I guess I, I, I don't know if I've seen anything else about the game that's very remarkable outside of the gimmick of having 33 pl uh, people playing together, uh, which sounds cool on paper, but if the gameplay is just kind of eh, then I think that 33 people playing an eh game isn't going to be terribly exciting right. for reviews. So I'm playing it a little safe here just in case it's not awesome. So I'm going to go at 78 and see if that works. Yeah, I actually went a little higher than that. I went 83. I, I just think that the things you said all make sense, uh, specifically with the gameplay stuff. But indie games like this do have kind of like, they're graded on the curve a little bit. They're giving a lot more uh, praise when it's something new and innovative. And everything that I've seen from the game, we had Phil Spencer sit with the developers of the game and play it. It looked really cool and a super interesting take on a multiplayer type of game. So I, I think that based on those factors alone, I went a little higher and I went at 83. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. That makes it interesting because now we got a little five point differential there. We'll see who gets closest to it. That could be cool. All right. Yeah. So uh, the next game uh, coming out early next year and we have Alone in the Dark. Mm. Marco, I know you are at the very least mildly interested in this. I know that this is a survival horror game and that's a right up your alley. So what do we have here for Alone in the Dark? Yeah. So I got to keep it real, man. Um, I'm not really... I'm not really thinking this game's going to review too well. Um, mm -hmm. The demo that came out, um, it just felt very... Uh, you could tell it's low budget. You could tell it's mm -hmm. double A. And it's not the good kind of double A, like a, a Plague Tale kind of double A, where you can... like It's, it's right, right on the cusp of triple A quality. This felt a little bit dingy. Um, and Alone in the Dark, to me, just never really had a lot of clout um, as being a truly great survival horror franchise and I didn't I don't see anything from this game that's gonna be any different. So I'm going with sixty three as my prediction Ooh. here. I'm going I'm going pretty low here, but I, I just don't see yeah. it. I don't see it. Yeah, I mean I I look I, we're trying to gamify this because we're trying to win, right? So beginning of the year, you know, new year, people optimistic about games and I feel like at times, reviewers could be a little bit more optimistic, a little bit more lenient on these kind of games at up front. So I went higher, but 
it's not. I'm not calling it a good game. I went 71 on my prediction. Oh, okay. I think that the game is going to do some interesting things, and people are going to be excited to be back in the Alone in the Dark World and see if, if, if you know if it's any good. But I think that I think 71 feels like right uh, for me in that sense. I hope you're right. Uh, I hope you're right. I hope it turns into yeah. a cult classic kind of thing. But we'll see. Right, right. Uh, so the next game on the list is an interesting one. It's one that probably a lot of you don't know. And that's called Arzetti, the Jewel of Faramore. I'll give you a little more insight on what this game is. Uh, back in the day, Philips CDI system, uh, system, game system came out. And they actually had two Zelda games that came out for it. And they were absolutely dreadful. They were horrendous <laughs> pieces of shit. But in an interesting twist, they've made a... Um, a uh, a spiritual successor to those games, and everything I've seen from this game looks really interesting. Marco, uh, were you able to kind of look up some, you know, kind of look at this and see exactly what you would feel this game would get? Yeah, I mean, it, it's a hard one to pin down. Um, I, I, the name is very is very interesting. David Arquette, the Jews of Paramore, uh, is pretty cool. Oh no! Um, I I I went with seventy three. Um, admittedly, mm-hmm. this is this is one that I I'm not very confident about because I just don't have enough background knowledge to know what I'm in for here. But um, it looks interesting. Um, I think it it doesn't strike me as anything that's going to be like too terrible. So that's kind of why yeah. I stayed in the lower 70s here. But um, I, I don't have any context to really go much further than that in my prediction rationale. I mean, a, a, a spiritual successor to terrible games. I don't know. I just feel like. For me, it's it, it, the reason they're making this, and, and it just feels like they had some ideas um, that were really going to work for uh, work for it. I, you know, taking the the Zelda license away and kind of being able to do their own thing. I'm a little confident here. Again, being an indie type of game, I'm on 82 on this one. Oh, okay, all right. We got some. Yeah. We I just got think one of those games that people are going to early on be like, oh, this is like a super interesting yeah. game. You know, one of those things. So that's cool. I'm, that, that's where I'm I'm, I'm landing. Yeah, that's a pretty high score, man. I, I hope you're right. So. So far, we've got a pretty like last year's predictions. We was, we were like really close with num- like num- numerically. Yeah. It was like oh man, it can be it can go either way. I think we've got a little so far. We're, I know we're only three games in, but we got a lot of separation yeah. so far. But I'm curious to know about this next one. Let's go for it. Yeah, that next game is the much anticipated Avowed Obsidian's uh, next uh, RPG. Uh, we're we're very interested in this to see exactly what it does. I know that last year or this year, uh, you know, we had a reveal and it looked a little different from what we were expecting um, visually, vibe wise. But I'm excited, Marco. What do you think this game is going to review? Like, so I'm personally excited about this game. And, um, you know, I think it's actually, we should have specified this earlier, that we're predicting what we think reviewers are going to give this, not what we, you know, would want yeah. this to be. Um, I'm looking forward to it a lot, but I, I can I can kind of sense 8 out of 10 energy, so I'm going with 80 as my, okay. as my prediction here. I don't think it's going to be a terrible game. I think some people are just going to, and I, I'm not, a, I'm not going to go down the Xbox tax route either here, either. I just think, oh, I just, gosh. I just think this is a matter of the game being cool. Um, and well-made as per usual for obsidian, but, uh, maybe just a little bit too lacking in that X factor that makes it truly, truly stand out and pop in, in the midst of the competition that they're going to have this year. Uh, so I'm going to go with 80 here. Yeah, I think that the way the game kind of presented itself this year is going to is going to work 
uh, for it. I think that a lot of viewers going to be like, hey, I know that this game looked different, but it's actually really good. Uh, and Obsidian, people love Obsidian. So I went higher. I went 86 on this one. Oh. I just think it's one of those games that, for me, almost feels like the quintessential 86, 85 kind of game. But I went 86 on the higher end there just because I really think that Obsidian delivers great games. And, you know, they've had some time to work on this. And I, I do think that this game will, will review fairly well. 80 is great score, but I, I think I'm going a little higher with 86 okay. for sure. All right. Next uh, game on the list is Banisher's uh, Ghost of New Eden. It's a game that uh, looks pretty good. Uh, I'm curious to see what you think this game is. Uh, Mark, you want to give a little more context if you know more about it? I don't know a lot about this game, to be honest with you. It's 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 a hard one to pin down because um, it's, it's one of those double A-ish games that look mm-hmm. interesting, but you just kind of don't know if you're going to get something cool or if you're going to get another Atlas Fallen type of game that we got right, this right, year, right. which is like a, it's just a kind of a nothing burger. I I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle of cool to to really cool. So I'm going to go 70 here. I, 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 don't, okay. I don't think it's going to set the world ablaze by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't think it's going to suck. I, I, I don't get... I don't get this sucks energy out of this game, and and that's yeah, I that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, that that's good score. I um for me, uh, this is a game that I'm kind of looking forward to because it's Don't Nod, and it's their next kind of three uh, uh third person action game, kind of like Vampire or Vampire, however they Vampire. said they, they pronounce yeah. that. Uh, and I really like that game. It had really, really, really rough edges, but I, I actually uh, think that this game is going to be along those same lines, and I, I went 75 on this one. Nice. I hope you're right. Mm-hmm. hope you're right. Looks interesting. Yeah. Okay. What do we got next? All right. Next oh, one yeah. is a... Yeah, this one is an interesting one because, <laughs> you know, I think we've all went through the journey uh, of, like, being extremely impressed and hyped, and then, you know, slowly the reality of, of this is becoming a little bit more interesting. That's Black Myth Wokong. Marco, why don't you say that for us uh, the way it's supposed to be said? Of course. It's Black Myth Wokong. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's exactly... Gotta, I know some news channel, came out recently. You gotta channel of, your inner tired mom. That's what you gotta do. Oh, my God. Yeah, we got some news recently here about, you know, some sex sexism stuff yeah. happening in the studio, and it's been kind of nasty. Um, real quick, Black Myth Wokong is a game that got uh, that got announced a couple of years ago. Uh, it's like a Dark Souls-like kind of game. Uh, it looks it looked really good, had some impressive graphical uh, fidelity going on for it in the in the trailer. As time has gone on, that has be looks less interesting to me uh, in terms of how impressive the visual fidelity, fidelity looks. And then and everything else about this game just kind of there's so many interesting things surrounding it i i always call it vaporware um <laughs> but it is coming out marco what do you think this game is uh going to be receiving next year um all right so i ultimately i think that black myth is going to get a 75 um okay i think that the game is it it looks good and I think it's ultimately going to play pretty fine. I think that the 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 recent headlines are going to affect this. I'm just going to be honest. I think that's going to play a part in the reviews, whether you think it should or not. I think it's going to be a part of it. I also think that this game is not necessarily going to impress people as much as it could have if it had come out sooner. Uh, we're now in a post Lies of P world where I think that game has sort of set the bar for 
best Souls game that's not from from software. Um, yeah. I think at this point, I think that makes it a lot harder for a game like this to get reviewed well um, in, in Liza P's wake. So I'm going 75 here. I agree. Um, I kind of regret my 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 prediction already, but I'm gonna you know I'm gonna be fair and keep it. I well, I haven't, haven't officially you, you haven't officially said it yet. We can lock it in now. If no, you no, 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 no. I, I I have written all mine down and I had a thought process behind each of those. I'm not gonna let you persuade me, dissuade <laughs> me. I I'm gonna Give I'm gonna stick to my guns uh, uh, for the sake of fairness. Uh, no, but I, I haven't I haven't had. Then what you say? Ninety three. What are you doing? <laughs> no man, I, I went seventy seven. Um, my my mindset behind this is, when you're making a a, a Dark Souls like, you can either get it really wrong or you can go Liza P and get it really right. I, I think that this game is going to do a lot of things right, and I think that it's going to review at a 77. If it wasn't for the controversy, if it wasn't for the, the long development cycle, I think this game would re would have reviewed really high. Uh, but I'm going 77 just based on the fact that I think all the things that we thought was 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 interesting about it has kind of taken its, has its thunder taken away from it from other games, and then obviously the controversy, and then the fact that I think that this game um, is just going to ultimately be just like a oh, another one of those decent uh, uh, Dark Souls like games, but I I'm going 77 there. Okay, all right, we'll see. All right, our next game here is a highly anticipated game by both of us here, and that is Kojima-san's Death Stranding 2. Marco, what do we got here in terms of review score? Now, it's important to caveat that we don't have an official release date on this yet. We're covering this right. in the event that it is announced as a 2024 game. Uh, so mm -hmm. if it is. I'm going with an 87. Um, Very nice. I think, because I think uh, Open Critic has the first game at an 83. I think it's going to be reviewed better than the first game. I think now that the community has a better understanding of what this Death Stranding universe is now, I think it's going to be a lot easier for people to understand the weird concepts and the weird themes mm. more so than they were able to do the first time around. So I'm going to say that that, along with some lessons learned on Kojima's part, hopefully to make a, a, a more a more gamey video game, will lead to this being a better reviewed uh, game compared to its original. So I got 87. What about you, though? Yeah, I agree. I, I think that that game, the first game, is massively underrated, even at an 83. Um, I think that's a great game. Definitely has its issues. I do think that part two is going to be a lot better. Um, but still... I do think that the the conceit of the game, just kind of like what the game is, is very different from other games. And I think people are still going to struggle with uh, with kind of coming to terms with what this game is and what Kojima is trying to do. But even with that said, I am going higher than its original score for the original game. I'm going 86. I'm I'm one under you. Oh man, mm -hmm. You're trying to undercut a G. <laughs> no, that, no, I just think that that's. I mean, eighty-seven is a good. I had an eighty-eight at first, and I had, but I was like, you know what? I think eighty-six is yeah, probably. No, dude, I, uh, I, I, I wrestled with this one for a while. This mm -hmm. one was a hard one for me because I'm like, I don't know if this is going to be any different in terms of reviews, or maybe it, it goes through the roof and it's in the nineties. I couldn't make heads or tails. Yeah, like, that's, this what I, the, that's what I was. It's one of the hardest ones for me to predict, to be honest with you. So yeah, all right. Well. The next game on the list is another game that's been uh, being developed for a very long time, has been restarted, its, de its development has been restarted, and we're talking about none other than Dragon Age Dreadwolf uh, potentially finally coming out next year. Marco, what do you got? So you know how when I talked about Black Myth Wukong, 
I was talking about Ooh, black, oh. black Myth in a post Lies of P world. Dragon Age is going to come out in a post Baldur's Gate 3 world and it's going to it's going to suffer for it. Um and it it might not be fair to compare the two because they might not be striving to do the same things, but if Dragon Age Dreadwolf is what I is what I think it is and it's going to be like a a very diet version of what Baldur's Gate 3 managed to achieve, I see this game ending up at a 79 uh in terms of reviews. Wow. So, um I think this is going to be one of those games that's going to reveal a lot, not only about uh, the future of Dragon Age, but also Bioware, uh, because their team has been going through a lot. They had you know, layoffs, and we're not sure what their pipeline's looking like, Mass Effect's in a weird limbo, you know. and I think it's just going to show through in this game. I think it's going to look like a game that has been rebooted a couple times. It's going to look like a game that's trying to be a poor man's great value Baldur's Gate 3 and I think it's going to get reviewed as such even though it's not going to be technically bad I think I right. I will say I think you and me are going to enjoy it more than the reviews will indicate if that makes sense but that's what I yeah, got I mean well I don't know because I, I I went I went high on this higher than you um, I just think I went 84 um, I think that you know for whatever reason Dragon Age always ends up reviewing really well. I know that uh, In- Inquisition won some Game of the Years, and I think it, you know it had it review uh, in the high eighties if I'm not mistaken. And it's a and it's a pretty good game, but it it's also a game with a lot of issues. But still, people tend to really uh, enjoy the Dragon Age uh, franchise. So based on that, and and kind of kind of and putting my own excitement into this, I went eighty four. Mm. I like that score. I like it, but I mean, I hope I, I hope we get the, the Bioware that we love making it, and not mm-hmm. some like gutted version. So yeah, we'll yeah, we'll no, see. I I agree, I, and I think if I'm being honest, I think your score seems a little more realistic. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm shooting for the stars here for uh, for this one. Amen. Okay, uh, so uh, speaking of anticipated games, uh, some people's most anticipated game of next year is Dragon's Dogma Two, uh, a game that uh, I know people still love to this day. Yeah, uh, I'm talk- talking about the first one. What do you got, Marco? This is an interesting prediction as well because um, I don't have really any excitement for it myself, but there are people mm-hmm. out here who are going bonkers about playing this game and if those people happen to get their hands on it and they're the ones reviewing it i think it's going to do pretty good um so i'm going with a prediction of 82 um i think it's going to be one of those games that i'm i'm not going to see the 82 in it personally but i think that people who are fans are going to get a really good experience that was worth all the waiting uh, and hoping for a sequel to a cult classic so i'm going to go with 82 and i hope for the fans sake that that is the right answer but we'll see marco um if you're not going to see the 82 in it you're not going to see my 89 in it i, I have dragon's <laughs> oh, augment 2 at 89 everything <laughs> that i've seen from this game doesn't particularly excite me yeah. but let me tell you the people who are looking at this are absolutely losing it yeah. over this it kind of reminds me a little bit about how people talked about um the baldur's gate 3 when it was in you know when it was in in, in its pre-alpha and people were, were kind of uh, playing it um and they were like oh this game's gonna be amazing i kind of feel like people are doing that with what they're what they're seeing and the promises that these games uh, the promises of of this game specifically Uh, so I'm going 89 basically based on all your points but I'm going a little higher yeah I don't blame you because also that we got to remember this is Capcom and Capcom has Mm -hmm. been you know they they hit more than they miss so I I could see that too I could see that yeah all right next game on the list is 
uh, forgive me if I butcher this, is Euden Chronicles 100 Heroes. Uh, this is a game, an RPG, uh, that's coming out next year. It's going to be on Game Pass. Uh, it was supposed to come out at the end of this year, but it was delayed to um, to, to next year. Uh, Marco, uh, what do you think about uh, this game? It's weird because I, I don't think this is has been a bad franchise so far. I just think right. that even though it's it's solid, it just ain't it. And I think that we're going to see a review average that kind of reflects that here uh, with this game as well. I'm going to go with 78. Um, I think that this is going to be one of those, like, it's fine. It's good. It's fine. It's not going to be like, it won't go down as like a, anyone's favorite RPG of the year. It's going to be one of those ones that come and go. And it's like, oh, yeah, that was on Game Pass. I played it. I enjoyed it. It was cool. And I think that 78 is going to be kind of the perfect numerical reflection of that feeling, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I went a little higher than you. I, I just think that, uh, again, this is one of those games that people always talk about or have been talking about in terms of being excited uh, for. And I, I went 80 on this one. Okay. I just think it's going to be one of those things where it's it's it, a lot like um uh man I had the name in my head um here we go the the, the game that came out earlier this year it's the sequel to Three Houses Fire I Emblem am, Engage Fire Emblem Jesus emblem, <laughs> uh, yeah and Engage where it, it, it we didn't really like it too much yeah. but it's such a, a franchise that people kind of love and it's it's not really like a super popular franchise uh, at least compared to other uh, RPGs uh, so I think uh, along the same lines I'm kind of uh, thinking that this game will kind of hit the same kind of score which is 80 alright not bad alright this is uh this is probably it's a big one. Our our most anticipated game of next year. Uh a game that Marco has said it would be crazy if this game isn't his game of the year next Foam year. Stars. And I agree with him. Foam stars, baby. No, and, and that is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Marco, I'm very interested to see what you're gonna give this game. Yeah, so that you know, the 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 fan in me is is wanting to go sky high. Um, yeah. the, the prediction part of my brain is going, okay, this is going to be, I think this is going to be a, a great game. And I do think it's going to end up being one of the year's best. And I'm not going to let what happened to me with final fantasy 16 get in my head and start screwing with my thoughts. Oh, here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need that kind of PTSD. So I'm going with, Oof. I'm going to go with 92. I think that, okay. I think that is a safe, positive, very good like top game of the year contender kind of score the reason why i don't go higher than that is really because i i'm not confident in the side content game of of final fantasy yeah. remakes they just haven't none of the final fantasies i played in the last couple of years have had good side content including final yeah. fantasy 7 remake so if they pad the game out a lot with that kind of stuff especially since they're going open world i can see some people maybe giving it you know in the eight ish range 8.5 range to kind of bump the overall rating down so i'm trying to think from that perspective here so that's why i'm going 92 i'm right there with you 92 as well oh we gotta uh, break that tie then okay yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, and the reason for that, Marco, is um, a lot of the same reasons that you're saying, though, even though Remake had like, what, 20 side missions that were all just pointless 
and, and waste waste of times. Yeah. I think that one of the one of the things that Rebirth is going to get hit with is that it's kind of the same kind of combat where where not I, I haven't seen too much in terms of like they them changing it. Um, I think that's going to be like oh the combat didn't evolve as much as I would like to, and I think that's why it would get hit down yeah. to a ninety two. Though I, I do think that it could go higher than that, well, but that's what I'm a ninety two. What do you want to do? I'll go up to a ninety three. I'll say ninety three because okay. um, I was debating ninety two, ninety three in my brain anyway. So I'll just I'll just go up a point and then get screwed All for right. it. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so okay, you went ninety three. Okay, I'll yeah. stick at ninety two. Um, okay. Listen, uh, we're, we're we're we really think this game is going to be one of the better games of next year. We do. Uh, and ninety two, ninety three. Come on, we're, we're talking about we're, we're talking about like great games here. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. No doubt. Uh, so, speaking of great games, just kidding. <laughs> Flintlock, The Siege of Dawn. This is a game that was announced uh, like two years ago, and yep. it was supposed to come out this year, and we've heard nothing from it. Uh, but it is due to come out next year. Marco, uh, any sense here of what this game is going to get? Nope, I don't. Um, it, it's This is a weird one for me, too, because it's like this just has mid written all over it in my brain mm-hmm. um and i don't know mm-hmm. if that's just me getting in my own way and not seeing the vision here or if it really just is kind of looking like a all right kind of game um ultimately i landed on 74 um okay i think 74 kind of paints a, a mostly positive picture uh, with with some flaws that i think will probably come with the territory for a game like this um but that's about as far that's about as high as i can go without feeling like i'm reaching so i had to go 74 yeah I, I yeah, I'm there with you. I'm at 71. Uh, yeah. It's just a game that I think that people are gonna be like, oh, it has a lot of interesting things and, and it's interesting, like kind of like the gunk was <laughs> uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, but yeah, 71 is where I'm at with Flintlock. Um, all right, so let's move on here. Uh, another uh, mid game, in my opinion, but uh, people seem to like it. Uh, it's called Foam Stars, Marco. Foam Stars. What do you think this uh, highly anticipated no, right, uh, game is <laughs> going to get here? Out here leading the witness. Um, yeah, so look, um, this game is trying to be Square's Splatoon answer mm-hmm. that no one asked for. Um, right. I know there's people who played it and said, oh, you know, low-key, it's actually really fun. Um, nobody's checking for this game, though, let's be honest. Um, I think it's going to be okay. Um, it's going to come and go. Um, and I think because of that review wise, I don't think it's going to, it's going to excite anybody with a 73, which is what I think it's going to get. Um, it's just not a game that I think is going to make a huge difference in the grand scheme of, you know, multiplayer games as service titles. Um, I think square is late to the party. And I think ultimately, even though this game might have okay gameplay, I don't think what's built around the game is going to really carry it very far. So 73. Yeah, every time one of these games comes out, it, people really tend to uh, say they love it. Uh, the game, I can't remember the names of the games, but the one that was like a Battle Royale wrestling game that's already been shut down, the one that was like a, a, a dodgeball type, all, oh, all, yeah. all those games when they came out, people were like, oh, this this is a really fun game. And initially, those games tend to review review well and then just die in the, uh, in the vine um, down the road. Based on that, I'm going 76. I think that a lot of people are going to be like, "Oh, this is actually a blast to play." And it's it's so good, and it's so it's 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 definitely like Splatoon, and it's but it's like different, and it has so much personality, and it's quirky. All the, all those bullshit terms that 
ultimately mean nothing. Yep. Um, I think, but that's where I'm going there. 76. All right, Marco. Next game on the list. Uh, we've we're on the record saying this is the most anticipated video game of all time, uh, and for good reason because that game is Grand Theft Auto Six. Marco, what do you think Grand Theft Auto Six is going to get next year? Oh man, uh, another really difficult prediction to make here because you you with with such a sky high level of anticipation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to wonder, is this game going to be a colossal disappointment to others despite being good? Is it going to be another Cyberpunk 2077 situation where the game comes out completely unfinished? Um, or, or is Rockstar going to mess around and get it right at launch on day one? Um, I, have, I have elected to give Rockstar the benefit of the doubt. Um, I think, especially when they put all hands on deck to develop this game, I think they did that knowing they had to really make this game bang when it comes out. So I'm going 94. 94 is where I think this is going to land. I I think it it won't be loved by everybody who reviews it. There's going to be the the James Stephanie Sterlings of the world. It's going to, this is shit, you know, and it, it, well, it's, it's going to be that there's going to be people like that, that bring the, the points down a tick. I think what's going to happen. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think the game is going to be at like a 96 or 95 for a while. And then these, these, these reviews, straggler reviews are going to come in that knock it down with these like agendas of it's derivative. It's this, it's, you know, it's the satire is corny. The online is ripoff, you know, like there's going to be that stuff to bring it down to the 94 where I think it's going to land. Yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying and I I think you could be right, but I've elected to go even higher than 94. I, I went 96. Um, I just think, you know, this game definitely has the potential to to achieve that. I know that I think what Tears of the Kingdom and, and Baldur's Gate 3 this year uh, are sitting at a 96. I think ultimately uh, people are going to praise this game for all the reasons that we think. You know, the open world, the story, the characters, all that stuff. I'm, I'm banking on, on them taking Rockstar. How, how they took him so, so long to, to kind of finally release this that I think that they have something or they feel that they have something special and i think that's gonna uh we're gonna see that with the reviews so i'm going 96 i have another prediction about gta 6 by the way i don't think this game is coming out at 70 dollars. i think this is gonna this this is gonna be our first like hundred dollar base price game ever i think that's what we're gonna get here yeah i mean i i hope not but uh if anybody would do it Mm -hmm. and if anybody could do Mm -hmm. it it is uh, uh, it is Rockstar. Now, for those of you thinking, no way this happens, let's think back here to just this year when Tears of the Kingdom came out, and it's right now the only $70 game yeah. uh, at launch. And, you know, there's no reason for them to do that other than they know, <laughs> hey, this game is a banger. People are going to love it. Let's, let, let's make a little more money off of that. And that's exactly what they did. So uh, this isn't necessarily – that wouldn't be a new thing. It's already happened this year. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess yeah. like if the game is as, as massive as they're saying it's going to be, like the rumors and the leaks and you know what they're planning on adding to it in the future, I, I would see a world where they they look at 70 bucks and they go, that's, that's giving away the house. Yeah. So I – yeah. I would be very, very curious to see what this game launches at, but that's that's neither yeah. here nor there for now. I, I think I, I think that they'll, they'll if anything, uh, do you want to give a prediction on on the amount of money <laughs> that they'll charge for this game? I I would say, um, mm, I would say 
Man, I would say 79.99 is. Yeah, is, that's where I'm at yeah. too. Yeah, that's where I'm at too. And then the, the gives me leeway for like the special editions to be like 120 dollars or something. Yep. You know, 150. And you got to um, think about the yeah. GTA currency they're gonna add, attach with it, and you know all the stuff for the online that's gonna be yeah. a part of it. Yeah. That's what I think. And for those of you screaming at us saying, "Well, if it's eighty bucks, I'm not buying it." Yeah, shut the fuck are. up. Yes, you are. Yes, if you it was hundred dollars, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be. Uh, if it's a ninety nine, ninety nine, I will be paying ninety nine, ninety nine for this Absolutely. game. Absolutely, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's not fair, but it is what it is. Yeah. All right. So uh, moving on to the next game on the list. This isn't a game that I'm uh, kind of having have my eye on, and that's Great Fall Two: The Dying World. Marco. Great Fall 2, I know that you're not a fan of the first game. Uh, it had a lot of problems, that first game. I do think that the sequel could fix a lot of those issues. Do you agree? Do you think this is going to be a, a good game? Nope. Uh, <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, weird, weirdly enough, the first game is like at an 82 or 83 on Open Critic. I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah, I think so. This game is ho. So... <laughs> I'm going to go with 72. Um, yeah. I think that at this point, you know, again, when we talk about double-A games, there's a good side of double-A and there's the dingy side of double-A. And I've always felt like the first game controlled and moved and felt and played extremely dingy for a double-A game. Um, I can get past the the weird facial animations and, you know, some of the budget cuts that make this look a little cheaper than your average RPG, I can get past that if the gameplay's good. They just don't have a good handle of mechanics, and I don't trust them this time around either. And I think that critics are going to be a lot more harsh on this game compared to the first one uh, for that reason. So, 72 for me. Yeah, I I, um, I went 81. Um, I think that um, I think that this game is going to be better than the first game. Uh, I looked it up on Open Critic. It's actually uh, sitting at a seventy-five. It is. What um, are you looking at? Yeah, but I, I think it's going to be better than than, than the first game. I think that a lot of the things that people uh, kind of were uh, not high on, they'll, they'll fix. I know one of the issues was some of the battle systems were kind of wonky, and some of the uh, the way that the, the the way that the game was the story was a little boring to begin with. It started really really slow. I think a lot of those things will change. Um, but I'm going 81 uh, here for. Green I don't know Fall what two. I was looking and at. I, I, I don't know why I saw 83. I I, I don't know my numbers. <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely being a little optimistic there. Yeah. But let's see what happens. Uh, all right, next game on the list: Hell Divers Two. Mm. Marco, uh, a game that Sony has been, uh, you know, kind of pumping up. You know, uh, and, and people seem to, to be buying into the potential of Helldivers 2. I know that I'm not. I'm pretty sure you're not. Marco, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't do anything for me personally. Um, I I think that there's going to be one game for PlayStation next year that's going to be the, the, the butt of every console warrior joke like Forspoken was this year and i think this is going to be that game even though it's not going to review terrible i have 77 as my prediction here okay the game, we're gonna have to do uh yeah do another tiebreaker uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah so all right i'll go i got i got it this time i got because oh. i ha- i got this time because i had a different a different uh okay prediction okay so yeah i i went 77 because i think the game is going to be fine i think it's going to be a decent time i think it's going to be well made and i think it's going to be generally enjoyable but there's just going to be an overwhelming sense of blandness um and then when you add on the multiplayer 
possibilities mm-hmm. with some of the things that Sony has been really pushing for with games as service. Um, I think that I think some reviews might review it low to make a statement against no PlayStation. We still don't want games as service, and here's a bad review score to kind of make you feel that. Uh, which is why I think it'll end up with a 77. It'll still be a decent game, though. I don't think it'll be terrible. Yeah, I agree with all of that. I had it. I was I was kind of struggling between 75, 76, 77, just based on everything you said. But I'm gonna go ahead and go on the lower end of my prediction mm. and, and hit 75. Um, I think because of the multiplayer stuff, and I think that they're gonna try to m- probably uh, do a little bit of the of the uh, games as service stuff, game as service light. I think that that's not really a thing that people people seem to be revolting against that lately. So I think 75 is where I'm gonna land there for Hell Divers too. Not bad. We'll see. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets like an eighty or something like that, just based on you know. They get the PlayStation the PlayStation curve with the reviews and the yeah, Xbox. Yeah, I mean, no, that's, uh, <laughs> that's such bullshit. Uh, all right, uh, let's moving on here. Um, okay, another game that people are dying to play, and I, I know you're one of those people. Yeah, and that's Hollow Knight Silk Song, Marco. First of all, is this game coming out next year? <laughs> and second, what do you have uh, for it uh, review-wise? Hollow Knight. <laughs> I had to do it just for the people. You got to do it every time. Uh, listen, uh, it was supposed to come out this year. They went quiet. Um, I don't I don't personally confuse their silence for weakness. I think that right. this game is, um, it, it probably grew legs, and it probably, you know, uh, needed more time to really make sure everything is polished the way that the first game was. I think this is going to be one of the highest reviewed games of the year. So I'm going with a 93. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, this is, um, you know, if you if you don't know this series, it, it really epitomizes the best things about Metroidvania as a genre, uh, but adds in a lot of unique elements and an amazingly beautiful art style that I have every reason to believe is going to be 10 times better than the original was. Uh, and with that kind of, you know, labor of, of love type of effort, that is going to take time. And I think when this game eventually resurfaces and it comes out, I think it is going to be one of the highlights of the year by far. So 93. I'm not too far off from you. I'm at a 90. I think one of the issues, any game that is highly anticipated and it keeps getting pushed back and pushed back is people's kind of, uh, you know, uh, expectations for the, the games grow and grow and grow. And I think through no fault of its own, I think it's still going to be a great game. I do think that it'll probably review at, at 90 just based on, on those on those uh, kind of ideas. All right. Moving on. Uh, it, it seems like next year is a year of highly anticipated titles that we've been kind of waiting for. Yep. Uh, and uh, we're talking about uh, Judas here. Uh, Judas is a game uh, made by... Uh, can you uh, Let me get his last name. Ken, Ken Levine. Uh, Ken Levine, yep. Uh, obviously, he's the um, mind behind Bioshock. Uh, you know, he, he, this is a studio that he's uh, handpicked his people. They, they've given him just about infinite amount of money and time to, to make this game. Uh, we saw a trailer, I think, earlier this year or last year. I can't remember um, when exactly it was. And it looked pretty fucking Bioshocky, but pretty fucking cool. Uh, Marco, what do you got for Judas? Um. We don't we don't know too much about the game yet, so it was hard to mm-hmm. predict this one. Um, so I might I might eat my words here, but I I got eighty seven as my prediction. Um, mm, I, I'm close. I think that um, the th- the interesting thing about this game, I think, is going to nail whatever aesthetic it's going for. It's going to nail whatever vibe it's going for. The characters and the story, I think, they're going to be great. 
my biggest concern and why I have it at 87 and not higher is, <laughs> well, it's, it's Ken Levine being a little too artsy fartsy, number one. And it is the fact that we haven't had a new Ken Levine game in a long time. Is this game going to be yeah. dated? This gameplay going to feel a little creaky. You know what I mean? So like, that's my biggest concern. Cause last time we saw a game from him, what was it? Bioshock infinite. And I didn't like yep. no Bioshock infinite. So, um, I think that, I'm hoping there's a really neat gameplay hook to this game that that makes it interesting, um, and it's not all just narrative um, prowess. But I'm gonna give it an 87, and we'll just kind of see where that where that ends up when I see more of the gameplay. But hopefully, it's, hopefully it's good. Yeah, I, I, hopefully it's I, good. I, I always have an aversion to pretentious anything, uh, filmmakers. You know, fucking. I mean, you know, my my Nolan, my Christopher Nolan uh, hate is uh, well documented. Uh, so you know, Ken Levine for me is in that same kind of, uh, you know, he's in that same kind of tier. But for whatever reason, man, I love Bioshock Infinite. I understand his pretentiousness and how kind of uh, you know it went off the rails there a little bit with what he was trying to uh, the story he was trying to say. But I I do think that this game is going to be good. I think that he's just he's a good game maker. He has good ideas and the game looked great from what we saw. So I, I'm I'm not far off from you at all. I'm at eighty eight. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Uh all right. Next game on the list. Again, forgive me if I butcher this, Marco, if you want uh, if it's, you uh, want to correct I, me. I got you on uh, I got you, man. This is Kunit- okay, okay. Kunitsugami, Path of the Goddess. Okay. Uh, All right, Kunitsugami, Path of the Goddess, yeah. Marco, go for it. Yeah, this is a game that was revealed from Capcom. Um, it, it it seems like it is going to be a very beautiful and fun mm-hmm. action slash diet squad based kind of game, but with like AI companions. Um, I'm really curious about this one, but I don't think it's going to hit as much okay. as as wow. interested as I am in this one. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be a bad game. I'm giving it a 79. Um, I, right. I, I, I'm giving it a 79 because I think it's going to be one of those games that people all like generally acknowledge as a good game, but doesn't really connect with people very well. Um, and I just don't know if the storytelling is going to be great and if it's going to be so beautiful, but so hollow narratively that it's just not going to grab hold and, and really mean much to people. So I'm going 79 here. I, I went higher than you. I went 85. Uh, I think, again, this game just looks absolutely gorgeous. And, you know, regardless of how it plays and and, and, um, and what the game ultimately ends up being, I think that that visual, the aesthetic and, and just kind of the art style is so kind of, it, it's it's beautiful. And I think that that's going to go a long way. And they always usually do for these kinds of games. So I'm going 85 there. Um, all right, another game we don't have to wait too long for. Uh, it comes out next uh, in January, uh, and that's Like a Dragon: Infinite Wealth. Marco, I'm interested <laughs> to see what you you get. You're gonna give this game because yeah. we love Yakuza. We love the Like a Dragon series. I don't think that Infinite Wealth, in my opinion, has showcased in terms of its uh, trailers that great. Um, uh, and I know you have some issues with some of the story stuff so far, but. What do you got, man? You're going to get a lead character some damn cancer. Come on, man. This is some bull <laughs> jive. I'm going to give it an 85, though. And here's why. Okay. Um, 85 right there. I'm close. because... Oh, okay. Yeah, 85 because, to me, I think that Like a Dragon is at peak fan fan appreciation right now. Yeah. Um, so I can see this being, you know... it. One of the better reviewed games in the series, um, and it might even be higher than this, honestly. But I think eighty five is is a pretty safe bet 
for for you know gamifying this prediction special because I do think it's going to have some flaws and I do think that some of the new ideas it might have might not work very well and some of those story elements might might actually work against the game uh, and I also have as much as I hate to say it you know uh, Young Ye's uh, voice acting for Kiryu um, is going to be a part of this experience in a pretty big way and if that really does um, blow up in the face of this game in a way where it, it sort of ruins every scene and moment. Um, I can see people bumping the review down a tick because of that. So uh, as much as I hate to factor that in so heavily, I have to count it here because he's kind of the lead character of the entire series. So that's right. a big deal. Uh, so I got to go 85. Yeah, I went 86. I mean, it took a long time for uh, the series uh, to kind of really, you know, be- become very popular. Um, I think eventually, just based on the melodramaticness uh, of, of the of the games and, and the very long cutscenes, I think some people will eventually turn on this. It won't be now. I think, like you said, it's it, there's it's at its highest peak, and that's why I have it at eighty six. I think that you know people are going to get over the fact that it is turn based finally and yeah. just kind of accept it for what it is. I know that you know uh, like a dragon uh, the, from a couple of years ago, people kind of were like, ah, I don't know if this works, uh, but it does work. It's it's super. It's uh, the way they, the way they they, they were, have managed to make that game from a beat 'em up to a turn-based game, is is is, is super awesome, and I, and I love that they've taken that chance. Uh, but yeah, eighty six. All right, Marco, a game uh, that we don't really, uh, at least I haven't played any of them, any of them oh, uh, before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not 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 a game that's really on my radar. But that's Little Nightmares three. Uh, I know that they the the second one reviewed decent, uh, pretty well. Yeah, I good think. games, uh, yeah. Mark. Yeah, so what do you got it at? I got this at 81 uh, in my prediction. Okay, um, tiebreaker time. Again, okay, so I'll, I'll bump up yeah. to 82 because uh, I was okay. feeling like 82 was possible for me. So I, I'll go 82 here. Um, I think that these these horror games um, are so unique, and the art style is so cool. The ideas are so cool. The the uh, the locations and levels are very interesting. Uh, it's not that this game is terrifying in a sense. It's just very. It's just one of those very uh, discomforting experiences where um, you know you're 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 really you're almost marveling at the game more than you're like in horror of it because of how right. how unique the the brand of horror is here. Uh, and I I just think that it's that they've had two really good games i think they're going to continue that trend here i see no reason why they would kind of you know back backpedal in any way shape or form so i'm right. going 82 yeah that, that's why i went 81 because i just felt like based on the previous reviews and uh how how little nightmares 2 was received and that people have talked about it and visually it looks really interesting and, and really beautiful um I, I went 81 here uh next game on the list mario versus donkey kong uh, you know, uh, the the switch is on its last leg, and it is uh, it's spitting out these uh, these remasters, remakes here, and this is one of them. Uh, I know that Mario RPG is doing well, uh, and I know Metro Prime did well uh, this year. But what do we think Mario versus Donkey Kong? How well is it going to do? Well, I mean, I think in terms of how good of a remaster it'll be, I think it'll be about as good as any remaster they usually do on the Mario end, which is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that the gameplay is not going to be particularly interesting enough to bump it up higher than 80. So I have at 80 here. Um, okay. I think that Mario, to me, I don't envision a Mario game going into the 70s for any particular reason. I just think that's unfathomable, even if this game is niche as a puzzle as a puzzle type of game. Um, so 80 is kind of my, my, my baseline here, I think. 
yeah, I went 82 for all the same reasons. I, I just think that uh, when it comes to these kind of quirky Mario games, people really tend to, to like these games. And, you know, I have no experience or any kind of insight on the popularity or, or, or how Mario versus Donkey Kong even plays, but just based on, 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 on those aspects, I do think that it'll review, uh, pretty close to what you're saying. And I have 82. All right, let's keep moving to the next anticipated game on our list here. And that's Marvel's Wolverine. Now, I'm not sure if it's coming out next yeah. year. They say it is. Uh, there's a lot of rumors swirling that this game might actually be being pushed back to 2025. But we're just going to go ahead and work off the 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 the, the what, what they've told us, and that it's coming. It's a 2024 game. Marco, Marvel's Wolverine. Where we landed? I landed at an 87 on this one, um, and this was this was probably the hardest one I've, I've I had to predict because of how little we've seen and know. But um, it's their first attempt at a Wolverine game. I don't expect it to share a lot with Spider-Man's formula. I guess the reason why I have it at an 87 is is because maybe I'm just mentally stigmatizing it as their it's their you know God of War, but it's Wolverine. You know, it's going to be the same over the shoulder perspective. It's going to be very similar combo moves, and I I wonder if that in some way is going to potentially ding the game. Um, because it might feel a bit redundant compared to God of War, which is, by many people's accounts, the superior game, even though I wouldn't necessarily feel that way. I think review consensus would, would lead people to believe that it might be, um, you know, a couple ticks below God of War Ragnarok quality, right? So I, I think that's what this is going to come down to, ultimately. I think it's going to be a really, really good Insomniac game. I think the linear fashion of the game is going to make this game very action-packed and a very focused game compared to Spider-Man. Um, but I do think that gameplay-wise and overall design of the game might feel a little too familiar with other stuff from PlayStation's catalog to really make it feel like it's its own thing. So 87. Yeah, I, 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 I'm at a 91. Ooh, okay. um, I think that one thing I know about Insomniac is Insomniac fucks. Uh, they, I hate, <laughs> yo, I, I they, want that they, trend to stop. I don't, I hate when people <laughs> say that this game fucks. That is the greasiest, oiliest. It's so greasy, and I am covered in it. Oh. Uh, somebody throw me in a frying pan. No, but listen, um, I I just think for all the reasons you said, I think this is why this game is going to Fuck. review at a ninety-one. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, I think that you know the fact that it is it, it will be their uh, their God of War. I they talked about how it's going to be a much more grittier and a much more serious tone on the character. Character. I think about uh, Logan, the movie that came out a couple of years ago, which is a rated R Wolverine movie, and it is—it's a great fucking film. And I feel like th- they're gonna take that and, and work that into the game. And I, Insomniac is is great at, at 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 making games. You know, I have my problems with Spider-Man too, but it is undeniable that that game is in fact a good game. And I, you know, I, I think something uh, could be said also about their writing. I think you know, it, when it works, it works really well. And I think that if they're able to kind of find that tone that they're looking for and write a really compelling story, I think that they can that they can deliver uh, a great game. And look, I, I'm on record saying that I am not sure what. Marvel's Wolverine will actually end up being because they haven't really said much about it uh, other than the things that I've said. Uh, so there's still a lot to, 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 to be shown here and a lot to, 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 to kind of for them to give us in terms of information. But as it stands, based on all those factors, I got it at a 91. 
Mm. All right. Uh, the anticipated games keep on rolling in. Metal Gear, Metal Gear, okay. uh, Metal Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater, the remake to Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater. Um, we don't know if it's coming out next year, but you know, I, I think that the, it's 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 possible. Uh, so we definitely have it on here, Marco. Where do you think this lands? All right, so. Um this was another hard one, but I absolutely I ended up going with eighty two. I got eighty two on Ooh, this hoe. That's so low. Here's why it's so low, right? Because I think there's a couple of factors at play. Uh, the engine that they're using, I'm not sold yep. on that being stable in terms of performance and fidelity. Um, I could see this game having one of those issues with a lot of pop in, maybe some 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 bugs and some quirks because Konami. Just you know, they get they they got their toe back in the water again with game development. But can they can they get this right at launch? I don't know about that. Number two is it doesn't have Kojima on there, so the Kojima tax will be in effect um, in this as well. Uh, number three is because it is playing it so safe. I think that's going to tear the uh, the reviewers uh, up a little bit. Some people are going to appreciate the fact that it stays glued to the source material and the level design. Some people are going to be upset that they didn't take more chances and maybe reimagine some locations of the game. Uh, so I think that that's just going to leave the, the reviews kind of a little scattered. Um, some mm-hmm. are going to go pretty low. Some are going to go pretty high. I think 82 is kind of where I see everything converging for me. Yeah, I you know, Konami is 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 sus, right? They're suspect. Oh, yeah. like, like they have a lot of stuff uh happening and 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 they they for so long they seem to to not give a fuck about making actual video games. Um but this is a huge game for them. This is a game that they have to get right. Uh, I think they're hinging a lot of the future of Metal Gear on, on this remake. It's the reason they picked it because it is the canonically the beginning of what you know the Metal Gear Solid franchise. And I think that based on that, I think that they'll get it right. Um, I, I hear all your gripes and, and, and concerns about the game, and I, and I and I and I agree. I just think that. When I look at when I look at the other remakes that we've seen, like Resident Evil two, three, and and four, uh, you know they they got it right, and reviewers rewarded them based on that. And that for that, I'm I'm actually at a ninety with with this mm. game. Obviously, look, Metal Gear Solid uh, three is my second favorite game of all time behind Ocarina of Time. So there's definitely just me wishing this game to be this good. Uh, but I just think that they have to get it right. And, and if Konami decided to drop the ball on this, then, you know, there's no hope for them. Yeah. And there's no hope for, for the franchise beyond this. So uh, based on that, I, I have to go 90. They got to get it right, man. Mm-hmm. Um, well, look, man, before we keep rolling here with the second half of our predictions, listen, uh, to all of you listening to this show, first of all, thank you for swinging by and checking us out this week. But uh, number two is if you haven't already subscribed to us and you like what you've been hearing from me and Pablo today, uh, why don't you go ahead and take care of that right now, if you don't mind. Uh, we do end of year content, uh, plus we do a lot of you know uh, content revolving around the year to come, uh, much like what you're hearing this week, along with a lot of other news stories and games we've been playing and a lot of other headlines that are happening around the industry. Uh, We're also an unbiased podcast, so there's no hidden agendas or foolery going on uh, behind the scenes here whatsoever. And most importantly, we don't paywall our content. We give it to you happily for free. So why not show us a little love uh, for giving you guys this content that you can enjoy while you're doing your thing uh, and getting ready for the holiday season. So that sounds good to you. Look, 
right where you found us. Or if you're curious, we're also on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're pretty much everywhere that you can go find a podcast. Uh, and if you're also so inclined, leaving us a nice review while you're there would help us go a really, really long way. Uh, that's especially important for some of you who have subscribed to us and haven't had a chance to leave a review yet. Uh, if you've been with us for a while and you've been digging us week over week, Understand that really goes a long way in showing support for us. We don't ask for a lot. We certainly don't ask for your money. So taking a few seconds to hit five stars and typing a few nice words about me and Pablo does great things for our ego and it does great things for the algorithm. Okay. (laughs) So if you're so inclined uh, and you want to be extra cool in our book, that's what you can do. Uh, But Pablo, we got plenty more games to cover. So let me kick it back over to you so we can keep this show rolling. All right, Marco. So let's go ahead and continue on here with the next game. Metaphor. Refantasio. Refantasio. Uh, de la Chita. Buena Futuro. Uh, anyway, uh, so Marco, what do you got? Uh, I don't know. Uh, what do you got here uh, with Metaphor Refantasio? And can you please give us a little more insight on what the fuck this game is? <laughs> so what, is what, what kind of name is that? Uh, I don't know, but it's not like you cussed me out when you said it. So fuck you, too. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. Um, this is kind of like a it, it's very much a persona like game uh, in, in the right. same vein. It, it just seems to be set in a different time period. Um, and I, but you know they're doing a lot of weird supernatural stuff as well, so I don't know how much of a time piece it's going to be versus what it's going to kind of mess around with history or something like that. So it's hard to say. Um, you know, in the trailers, as interesting as they are, um, they don't really spell out much of context in terms of what's going on in the story or what the premise is. So uh, currently, it's a hard game to kind of wrap one's head around. So I don't, I don't. I don't blame you for going, what the hell is this? Um, yeah. The problem is I think that that's going to be the case with reviews as well. Um, I think that the oh. game is going to be fine, but I look at it in that Soul Hackers 2 echelon uh, of RPGs for, for them where it's okay, but it has some pretty glaring flaws and maybe the things that it is doing a lot like Persona um, are done better in Persona. And so I'm going with uh, 79 is my uh, score here. Whoa, yeah. man. Well, you know, when I say what the fuck is this, I, I, I meant like that name is crazy. But I, I, I definitely uh, have been kind of keeping an eye on this because of the way that Atlas has been talking about it. I, you know, they, they're calling it their first ever full scale fantasy RPG. I don't know what that means, but definitely mean at least for me it means that they are putting some money behind it and i know that the director of persona 5 is 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 behind this and i, I he's behind a lot of, behind a lot of other games you like like catherine uh, uh, one of my favorite and, games of all time right there mm-hmm, and persona 4 as well so i i don't know man i i think that this game is probably gonna do well uh but i I I am I did struggle as as to how well it's gonna do so I might have gone a little too high but I went eighty nine here just based off the people behind the game and what Atlas is is kind of uh you know I don't bl- how they're kind of building for that. this game up. I don't blame you for that the pedigree yeah. is there so you know yeah yeah it's all about execution. Yeah, exactly. And we'll see, because I know Shen Megami 5 came out, and, you know, even though through the whole Persona hype, that game kind of came and went. So, you know, it, it, it's it's still one of those things where this game could probably do the same. Yeah. You know, it could just be here today and then gone tomorrow type yeah, of thing. Yeah, th- this, this could uh, be a big gamble for me with my prediction. Um, I, mm-hmm. might, I, I might be yeah. going too low, but I just... 
there's just something off about it to me that I'm I'm trying to account for in a way. But we'll see who who's closest, man. We'll see. Yeah, but exactly. That's what it is. Closest. It could get a 72 here. I mean, an 82, and you know, it, you you still be right there. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on here. Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024. We've learned that this game is actually the next flight simulator. It's building on what they did with the with the one that came out a couple of years ago, but it is a full fledged sequel according to to Xbox and Microsoft. What do you got, Flight Simulator uh, 2024 uh, coming in at? Yeah, this one got reviewed very well. Uh, the last one did. Um, I mean, and all signs would, would indicate that there's no reason why I wouldn't be reviewed well this time around. But I I get the feeling this is going to be about an 83. Um, hmm. I'm going lower here because I think that this is going to get this is going to get some of that. This feels like DLC feel uh, right. with some people. Um, this feels like it doesn't, it is, it's not iterating enough compared to the most recent one to be justified in existing. Um, and I could see, uh, you know, in, in maybe that maybe I don't know enough about the features of a flight simulator to be able to get into nuances here. I just think that that's going to be the overall impression. And I think, and I hate to be this way about predicting things, but I think there's going to be another review controversy with the Xbox tax thing. And I think this is going to be that game Um, because it's going to be just as good as the previous game, but because it's not doing groundbreaking stuff, it's going to get reviewed lower. And then you're going to have those people. How could it be that the other game got a 90 uh, and this is an 80 something game and there's something going on with reviews again. This is a Xbox tax all over again. I think this is going to be one of those examples. As much as I hate to factor that into reviews now, the re- the sad reality of reviews is that you kind of have to think about this stuff now. And yeah. I, I, as much as I would hate for this to happen, especially if the game is truly great, I can see 83 happening and causing an uproar with the Xbox fan base. Yeah, I hear you. And I, and I think that you could be right. Uh, but I, I, I kind of just, just looked at what it did before and just kind of like, this game is so niche, uh, regardless of how they're trying to sell it to you. Um, I, I stuck with the 90. I, I still think that uh, it'll come in and people who review this game are, you know, they're not going to put they're not going to put the normal people to review these kind of games. You're going to people who like the simulators. And I think that they're going to praise it for whatever reasons you praise the simulator. for. I hope, I, <laughs> so, I hope so. But then again, Forza Motorsport yeah. happened. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're, you're definitely right. Uh, but I don't know. It's just something about this, these kinds of games that I think people like to appreciate it from afar and it looks absolutely stunning. Uh, and so hopefully they do some some additional things here and there, possibly uh, uh, something to, to kind of entice people like us to, to, to jump into it and, and play it uh, uh, outside of it just being a simulator. Yeah. But we'll see how that lands. But that's why that's why I have it at 90. Uh, I see where All it right, lands. Uh, moving on. You slick bitch. Uh, did, that, did that on purpose. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, all right. Uh, next game coming up. Uh, Pacific Drive. Marco, this is a game that um, debuted, uh, I think, last year at a at a at a at PlayStation a State PlayStation of Play. Yeah. Of, yeah, State of Play. Uh, it looked interesting enough. Um, what do you think, Marco? I've had a hard time with this one. This was I thought it was coming out last year, or I'm sorry, I thought it was coming out in 2023. I'm already thinking about this like it's last year. Um, but I um, I think this concept is really really cool. I really dig the concept, and I think it it could work. But 
I think that this is going to be a case of a really neat concept that's just not executed in a way that feels good in terms of controls, and the technical state of the game might suffer as well, like pop-in and right. bad loading and glitches and the car getting stuck on something. This is like a weird like adventure game, but you're in a car, and it's kind of like a roguelite element, uh, element sort of thing going on, too. It's really hard to describe this one. It's a very strange game. I, I recommend everybody go check out the trailer and see if this speaks to you in any kind of way. Um, to me, I think this is a 71. Um, I, I, oh, wow. I think it's going to be fine at the end of the day, but some people, but funny, there's I, some people that are going to like bust a wad about this game though, not deserving yeah. a low re- review score, but I think that's where it's going to go. That's funny. Cause I was trying to gamify this choice a little bit and be like, I'm going to go low here because I think that, uh, Marco is going to go a little higher and, and you actually beat me cause I went 72 oh, here. Uh, yeah, no, I just thought that for me, for all the reasons you said, I, th- I feel the same way. I think that, you know, this game has an interesting idea, but even then, I, I, it had never really kind of, you know, excited me in any way. And I don't think that, the, how much can you do here? You know, I think there'll be some limitations here with this game to the point where, you know, people are going to be like, oh, it's fine. But, it, it, you know, it's forgettable type of experience. Yeah. So, all right. Next game here is Penny's Big Breakaway. Uh, this is a game that um, uh, is developed by the people behind Sonic Mania. It is a 3D platformer. The, the It looks really awesome. One of the things about this game that uh, that's kind of like makes it stand out, it has like a yo-yo that, a weapon that she uses. Hey, and it's like a physics-based thing that they do. And it looks really interesting and really cool in a lot of ways. Uh, it, it's a, one of the highly anticipated indie games of next year. Uh, Marco, uh, what do you think this game is going to get? Oh man, I, I admittedly this is one of the ones I don't have on my radar, so I don't know enough about the studio or this game's premise to really get hyped myself. Uh, but it looks interesting. Um, I will say, you know, and this is maybe just me infusing my lack of interest in it subconsciously, but I'm going 76 here. Um, I think generally speaking, it looks like it's going to be a good game. Um, I, I don't see anything that's making me go, hmm, this could be in the 80s by any stretch of the imagination. It just looks like it's going to be a solid-ass game. So I'm going with a solid-ass score of 76, in my opinion. Yeah, I went higher. I went 87. Ooh, I think that... Um, damn. Yeah, I think that this game is... It looked so good. Oh, Penny. Uh, and it's, you know, ba- made by these people who made Sonic Mania, which is probably the only good Sonic game to have ever been made. Um... Uh, fight me, uh, and I think that there. I think that this is one of those things where the indie of it is going to really help it uh, a lot, and people are really going to praise it for its interesting mechanics, and ultimately, uh, it's going to get a higher score. I- I'm not saying that it, it deserves 87, but I think that's where it's okay. going to land. That's fair. All right, next game on the list: Persona 3 Reloaded, uh, remake of Persona 3, coming out early next year on Game Pass as well. So, what do you got, Marco? Uh, man, um, big Persona fan. Um, Persona 3 was a game that um, didn't really grab me back in the day when I played it, but I just, I don't know if I was in the headspace to understand what Persona was trying to accomplish as it is. I was more of a Final Fantasy head. Um, so that was kind of what I associated as premier RPG quality. Um, obviously, since then, I've circled back, played a lot of the great games across the series. Um, Persona 3 was one that just still... There's something really uniquely cool about the premise and the setup of this game compared to the others that I'm really fascinated about getting a chance to re-experience in this new form. 
Um, and I think that overall, it is going to be considered a very, very good remake. So I'm giving Persona 3 Reload an 86 um, overall. Okay. Um, I don't think it's going to go higher than that personally because even though I think the game's going to be done really well, um, it is going to not be as sexy to uh, talk about as like a Persona 6 would be. Uh, I would relegate like a 90-ish prediction for a brand new game where there's more hype, whereas this is kind of revisiting right. a classic, and I think it's going to be a well-done classic, but probably 86 is where I go here. Yeah, I struggle with this one as well. I had it as high as at 90 at one point uh, when I was kind of figuring it out in terms of what I was going to give it. But ultimately, you know, uh, looking at some of the trailers and stuff, it looks really good. Um, I'm really excited for, for Persona 3. Uh, but it, it there was some there was some emptiness to it, and it looked a little bit less polished or uh, not polished, but a little less interesting than Persona 5, Persona 5 visually. Uh, and just based on that, I went 84. Okay, that's not too far off, though. Yeah. No, no, not far off at okay. all. All right, moving on. Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Uh, this is a game that I'm, I'm I'm excited about. I know, Marco, you're not really interested in this at all. But uh, what do you think that cr- the critics are going to give it? Um, Man, I, I'm just not a believer in this game. Um, I think it looks like it's going to be fun for people who like Persona. Um, but I cannot... Uh, Persona? Oh, I'm sorry, Prince of Persia. I'm, I'm still thinking about yeah. the last game. Um, I can't go higher than 79 here. Actually, you know what? Since I haven't locked it, I'm going to go 78. I'm going to go 78, because the more I think about it, I just can't. I can't get behind this game being in the 80s for the life of me. I just don't think it's going to get there. Yeah, I, I, I do. I think it's going to get uh, 84. I think, you know, uh, people are going to be really happy to see Prince of Persia back and it's, you know, 2D uh, form. Uh, I think a lot of what I've seen visually is, is, is really interesting. I think it's very pretty. Uh, and, you know, it, it looks like a hard uh, 2D platformer that has uh, has a lot going for it, I think. Uh, and so with that, uh, that's why I landed at 84. All right. All right. Moving on here. Uh, another interesting title by Nintendo. It's like it's all they do. Uh, <laughs> Prince Princess Peach Showtime. Uh, you know, Marco, what do you think about Princess Peach Showtime? Um, yeah, I think I, I just have a good feeling about this game being pretty pretty good. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, for them to make a Princess Peach game, I think that's that's pretty important. Um, I think that's a game you want to get right, um, especially to capitalize on the new influx of Mario fans, especially the the, the female demographic for kids. Uh, my daughter falls right into that bracket, and she's all about Princess Peach. I think this game needs to be good, and I think they're going to deliver with a pretty good game. So I'm going to go 80 here. Um, that's going to be my okay. prediction. Yeah, I mean, this game kind of reminds me uh, about uh, reminds me of Luigi's Mansion Three, where it was. Uh, yeah. It, it it came out and it looks really interesting, really cool. Um, but I, I'm going 85 on this one. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, eighty-five would be amazing. I think that would be that'd be a, a pleasant surprise for me uh, if that was the case. Hopefully, it will be though. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. All right, Marco, can you go ahead and and, and keep reading off the list? My uh, Chrome uh, shut down. Ooh. All right, Google. Mad that we t- you ain't got no stadia games on the list, and you want to shut down the operation. <laughs> That's some bull jive. All right, I got the next one, man. Let's do uh, the next one, which is replaced. This is the 2D um, pixel art looking cyberpunk aesthetic game uh, that has been in development for quite some time. Um, it's the, it reminds me a lot of the the game The Last Night 
that was uh, that looked very similar to it and is also not out at all. So this is one of those games that just keeps that keeps following us year after year. But in the event that it does come out, Pablo, what are you thinking here would be uh, the uh, prediction that you would give it? Yeah, I mean, uh, Replace is definitely one of those games that uh, it's been on the radar for a while, and it, it you know, like you said, went dark and then it's back, and I I, I don't know, it's it, it was definitely one of the more difficult games for me to kind of give a review on, but based on how it looks, uh, I I'm going eighty, I'm going a little higher mm. than you, uh, I just think that the game is visually stunning, and again. It's the it's the indie factor, you know. Every time there's an indie game that's out, it always gets a little bit of a of a of a curve in terms of when they're being reviewed, just because of applauding the the, the attempt. It almost feels like so. I'm going eighty there. All right, all right. Uh, next game on the list. Interesting game. Uh, I'm excited to see how this game turns out. And that's Rise of the Ronin. Marco, what do you got? Man, um, it, this this one, I don't know what it is, but I cannot get 79 out of my head here so i have to obey my my brain and go 79 um this game could be great it could be a lot of fun yeah but i guess i've always had a bit of a bit of confusion about this game's existence as a playstation exclusive when it it Mm -hmm. seems at least to be very much in common with ghost of tsushima so if i guess that's why i'm getting like great value ghost of tsushima vibes here um, with this game. Now, it might be really, really cool, and it might do some things that maybe are more interesting to me than Ghost of Tsushima was, because I'm, you know, I, I liked Ghost of Tsushima, like, just fine, but I think that there was a lot of room for improvement there, more so than I think reviews indicated, but, um, I, I just don't know if this game's really going to captivate like that. It might be fun, but I just don't know if it's going to be a spectacle or a highlight part of PlayStation's year, so I'm thinking 79 here. Yeah, I, it's funny because... I'm thinking, and I'm looking through the, I'm looking through kind of uh, uh, Team Ninja here, uh, and what they've done, and I almost feel like there must have been some kind of uh, something in place where we're gonna make a exclusive game for Xbox with with Wo Long Fallen Dynasty, and then we're gonna make an exclusive game for Rise of the Ronin, and I feel like for me that Rise of the Ronin is going to. Uh, be a lot like Wo Long in a lot of ways in terms of the the quality of it and how it's perceived. Uh, and with that, I'm going uh, 78. I, I think the game looks more interesting than than Wo Long, but I think ultimately yeah. for me, um, it, it just it just feels like they're coming out so close together. It almost feels like you know some maybe some assets are going to be uh, uh, reused here or something like that's that. That's possible. Just, that, that's kind of where. Yeah. I'm, yeah. So uh, 78 for me. Okay. All right, moving on here. A game that we've been waiting for for quite some time. A game that I've also called Vaporware, but uh, since then I've backed off on that. Uh, and that's Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. Marco, what do you got? Yeah, so, you know, the, the story of the troubled development and the situation mm-hmm. going on with the war has really made this game uh, a pretty hard one to predict because I just don't know what's going to ultimately affect this game's quality. Um and you know, look, it, it looks it looks visually you know beautiful. Um, it's very impressive graphically, but I I just feel like this is going to end up being a long wait for a snooze fest. Um, I'm going 72 here. I, I don't wow. I I don't I, I don't think it's going to be a terrible terrible game, but I just get this is going to be a beautifully boring game vibe every time I think about this game now. So. And, uh, you know, ultimately, if it's if it turns out better than that or more exciting or dynamic than I'm pegging it in my head, then great. Um, 
I'm still looking forward to playing it day one, but I don't get excited. I just don't see anything exciting or like nothing stands out as like truly remarkable other than visuals when I look at this game. So yeah. 72. Yeah, I, I went a little higher than you. I went at 77. Um, I don't know. I I I feel like you know they're really working really hard on this game. So as just like every every de- developer does, but you know they have a little bit more of a uh, interesting development cycle going on. You know, with, with everything with the war happening, um, and and I just feel like not that they're gonna give it a good review because of that. I just I just feel like they they believe in something to the point where they're they're working through the war to, 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 to have this game come out. And I feel like they feel they have something special. I still think that this game is in a lot of ways, like you said, just going to be fine to decent, but you know, I, I, I think that there's going to be something there. So that's why I went 77. All right. Uh, moving on from there on a big Xbox exclusive coming out next year. Hopefully that's Senua Saga Hellblade 2 Marco. Uh, this is an interesting one because I struggled, I think, the most with this. Really? This, this game specifically. Yeah, because I just, it was, I, ran, I ran the gamut. I, you mm. know, uh, from what the first game was, what the second game could be, how little we actually know about the game itself, and, and, and how it plays. Is it more like God of War? Is it more like the original game, somewhere in the middle? Like, I, there's just so many questions left to, uh, to be answered. Uh, but I'm interested to see what you gave it. Uh, uh, this one, I almost feel like we're going to have the same prediction here, but I could be way off. I have no idea. But when I, when I came up with my number, I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if we have the same number or we're close. Um, I, gave, I got an 83 prediction for me. Um, okay. I think it's going to be on the lower 80s. Um, I ultimately think it's going to come down to um, the gameplay. And I feel like at this point to have seen so little of the gameplay in combat, to me, is just giving me bad vibes. Um, not that I think it's going to come out and have terrible gameplay, but maybe the gameplay is just going to be fine. And that most of the allure behind this game is going to be with its writing with Senua herself and, and just, you know, how strong of a character she is and her, you know, mental warfare that she's dealing with. And that's going to be the real hook of the game and the visuals, obviously being, you know, a a technical Marvel and one of the more impressive looking games of the year, I think um, by far. But uh, I think gameplay is where the, the discourse will be the most divided. And I think that is going to bleed into review scores. That's why I'm going 83 here. You know, being friends with you for 30 plus years and, and our relationship mostly revolving around video games, it's crazy that you thought we would get the same thing because we got the same exact uh, <laughs> prediction. <laughs> so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go higher. I'm gonna go 84 okay. here. Um, but yeah, I had an 83. Uh, when you said that, I was gonna I was gonna interrupt you. I'm like, you know, let me let it ride because I, I I definitely I want. I hate that you know me this well. But yeah, I, I did have 83. But I'll go ahead and go 84 here. Okay. Literally all the same reasons that you said. Um, I think that, you know, if the gameplay turns out to be, you know, really well thought out and, and, and way better than whatever, you know, they did with the first game, I think this, the sky's the Great. limit for yeah. this game. You know, uh, I'm even thinking like game of the year, you know, if, if they can figure that out. But, you know, 
I think that they are very much in, um, in, in in terms of how they even talk about it. Hey, we went to to Norway and we took pictures of this landmark that we're gonna put in the game. It, they're very like focused on the visual aesthetic of the game. Even when the game first kind of got announced a couple three yeah. years ago, uh, the Game Awards. I mean, it was shockingly beautiful to look at. The facial animations were incredible, uh, and I think that that's where that's where the game is going to kind of where its laurels are going to rest, right? Yeah. That's where the people are going to when they talk about this game. That's where they're going to talk about it. I still think that they are trying to make a specific kind of game, a game about mental illness, uh, you know, a game about uh, mental issues, and, and and I think that they're going that that gameplay has to for them at the very least has to match that, and they can't be a hack and slash kind of um, kind of game because that's not the game that they're trying to make um and based on that i commend them for that but i think that reviewers are going to be like okay it's visually stunning the story is great however the thing you do all the time the gameplay just isn't as good as those things and so that's why i have it at 84 or 83 but i can totally see this being like man i'm doing a lot of walking and looking around type of thing like right you know like Mm -hmm. one of those vibes i just think that they're getting too obsessed with visuals and they're making a big they're making such a huge deal out of it that it's like it's almost like they think that's what we care about the most. And I think, right. I don't know how much more vocal the community can be of show us gameplay. And they keep coming right. back with, yeah, but the tech, man, right? It's like, <laughs> guys, like, come on. Like, this is getting a little disconcerting, it's a- man. It's a little bit like soccer too. When when they when they were talking about the game, they were showing teeth. Come on, man. Why are we looking at cavities You know, right it's now? like, all right. We don't give a fuck about no teeth, man. Just give me that goddamn game. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to uh, a game that Marco's been waiting uh, with bated breath for as long as uh, it's been uh, announced, and that's Silent Hill 2 Remake. Marco, give us your prediction. If this comes out this year, I'll, I'll be very, very happy. Um, I think it will. I, I, I think it will, too. I'm, I, I say October. I mean, that's just the typical you know holiday season type of game. Why not, right? But... I'm going to go, oh, God. I mean, it's Bloober Team, so it can go in so many different directions here. But I'm going to go with 83. I'm going 83 here. Um, we didn't get the same thing again, did we? Uh, no, I, I, very, very okay. close. Okay, so I got 83. Yeah. Um, I think that they are going to get a surprising amount of things right with this game. I do. I think that they are going to rise to the occasion. They have wanted to make Silent Hill forever. They have made a bunch of offshoot Silent Hill games. It's just, why don't you just do a Silent Hill? And they finally got their dream <laughs> game. They can finally make what they wanted. And I think they are going to, by and large, live up to potential. Where I think that they will falter is in um, some of the gameplay uh, mechanics, I think, are still going to feel antiquated even though it's a remake i don't i don't think it's going to feel as modernized as how like resident evil feels as an example or how dead space felt i think they're still going to struggle a little there and i think that some of the narrative decisions um may not go over great they're talking about giving pyramid head a whole backstory i think they've debunked that but i still don't know what to make of like what they are going to tinker with with the lore yeah where, where did that come from they had to come from something. yeah so it's like okay so they're 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 definitely going to be they're going to be fondling silent hills lore pretty in a, in a pretty creepy way out here and i don't know if mm-hmm. i'm gonna like it so i'm gonna go 83 <laughs> So I went 84. Um, I think that, uh, again, when when you are a creative and your entire kind of, uh, 
you know, mindset when you're making your games is like a Silent Hill-like, and you finally get the opportunity to do that, I think that, you know, you're going to put your best of the best on it. I think you're going to really put a lot of uh, effort behind it. Not to say that they didn't put effort on the other games, but they were like licensed experiences when it came with like uh, the Blair Witch Project, which wasn't very good. And then Medium. The Medium, I think that they they just bit off more than they could chew with the tech of it. Like the whole, you know, going between those two states uh, of uh, of uh, planes, uh, you know, with reality and the hellish thing that they did. I I think that Medium has really cool like ambiance, and I think that they do some cool things there but ultimately i do think that based on the fact that they got their dream project that they're gonna go crazy as but you know i I, it's still bloober i I still think that they have some limitations and so that's why it's i don't have it like in the high 90s like like a resident evil remake but you know 84 is pretty good and and this game lives up to to that hype i think 84 is a great score for that i would take that yeah yeah. All right. Speaking of great games, Skull and Bones. Why are you doing that, Pablo? You know, Why are you messing? A game, <laughs> a game that I've been waiting for uh, for never, Yo, never, ever waiting for this game. Uh, yeah, a game that's been delayed uh, more than a than, more than Delta uh, flights. Uh, wow. I, I, I have no idea if this game is even coming out. There's so much shit behind it like the, wherever it's being made the government is funding it and they, they've had there's a, it's a mess it's a fucking mess uh, it's supposedly coming out next year uh, what do you got Marco for Skull and you Bones you led the shit out of the witness on that one my goodness <laughs> um, yeah I mean I got a 62 here uh, for me um, damn, you think this, damn you like it that much why you love it here's the thing here's 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 the reality this game is not going to be fundamentally or mechanically bad because they have the foundation from what they've done over the years with Assassin's Creed's uh, ship mecha- ship combat mechanics and stuff. So a lot of that is going to carry over pretty well enough and it, and it will work and it'll feel fine. What's going to drag this game down is everything around it. It's going to be repetitive mission types. It's going to be uh, a non-existent story. It's going to be a, a pretty, you know, uh, egregious type of microtransaction strategy. I don't think it's going to be the core mechanics of, of getting on a ship and moving around and doing the gameplay thing. It's going to be everything surrounding it that's going to drag this thing down to a 62, in my opinion. And that's why I can't go lower than 62, because I think the gameplay is going to be okay. Yeah, fuck that. Fifty-eight. Um, I look when you look at the gameplay mechanics of it. I mean, you know, we we think about Black Flag, we think about Odyssey. Um, I think that once we got to Odyssey and we saw the ship combat there, for me, it felt a little bit kind of like I don't want to be doing this anymore. It just didn't feel as fun anymore. And even with Black Flag, I think you know, being the the, the being new and being a new thing, and I think they they handled it really well in Black Flag. Mm-hmm. But if that game, if that Black Flag was just that, it just wouldn't be that good of a game. And I, I think that the 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 mechanics are proven and and, and they're there and they're set. And like you said, it's gonna play fine. Yeah. I just think that the fact that there's really no story. I think the way they've been talking about it, like, um, you know, definitely games that service. It, it just, when you have so many things going against it, you know, and we, we look at media and games media and games journalists today, 
they're like they're like they're chomping at the bit for for to to write that scathing review and i think that we're gonna see so many people just take massive shits on this game that it's gonna get down to 58 uh that's where i think uh the game is gonna ultimately land land 58 you aggressive (laughs) (laughs) moving on here Star Wars Outlaw, a game that's been delayed from the earlier part of next year to hopefully the, the later part, but even it could even possibly a 2025 game. Uh, it's a Ubisoft game. It showed out really well. Uh, Marco, what do you think? Uh, I got an 85 here. Um, I, th- wow. I think this game is going to be very, very good. I think it's going to look great. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to play very fun. I think people are going to really enjoy the the seamless transitions from being on on a planet, jump in your ship, fly off into space, no loading screens. As long as they manage to not scale that back and do like a Starfield type of trick where it's like, you know, this is you loading into a skybox. Right. Um, and it really is what they showed us. I think people are going to go crazy over this game. I think it is going to have some problems. Um I think it, it will feel a little bit uh, Marvel-esque in its delivery with story and characters. It already kind of came off that way when it was debuted. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that some of the gameplay loop will be a little less interesting than people hope for. So maybe not yeah. as dynamic or you know not a lot of variety in what you can do in the game per se. So that's why I think it'll end up being at an 85, but probably one of the better games of the year. Yeah, I, I have it at eighty one. Look, I I um I love Star Wars. Uh, I think Jedi Survivor this year was absolutely amazing. Uh, I think a lot of that had to do with the story uh, and my connection to, to the Star Wars universe in terms of my fandom for the movies. And I and I and I and I, and I saw this game and it definitely looks like Star Wars. I just I, I, there's something about it that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way in that it just feels to me like Ubisoft a lot of eye candy here, but substance is this game going to have uh a a star wars story that is not going to lean on you know what we know about star wars are they really going to go and create their own kind of universe within the star wars world how much leeway do they have with the ip and i don't know for me it just feels like a game that could it's going to come out it's going to do well people are going to like it but i think it's going to be it, the flaws are going to be uh just too much for, for the game to get anything higher than an 81 for me all right all right, moving on here. Uh, PlayStation exclusive that was supposed to come out this year, and they decided not to talk about it at all and be absolutely silent. I don't know why. Weird. Uh, and that's Stellar. That's Stellar Blade. Yeah. Uh, Stellar Blade, uh, as you remember, is a game with jiggly boobies. Uh, but uh, other than that, Marco, what do you think Stellar Blade is going to get? Ninety nine for the boo <laughs> physics. Uh, no, I got 79 here um, is my prediction. Um, I was a little high on this game last year um, because I had the uh, belief it was coming out. I mean, I keep saying last year. I mean 2023. I'm just, I keep yeah, going yeah, yeah. that way. Um, but yeah, I was really excited for it. I think it looks really good visually. I think the combat looked great. Um, and... I guess my my biggest issue now is just where the hell is it? Is this turning into a troubled project? Um, is there just stuff missing from this game? Is development going slower for any particular reason? Like what 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 is the holdup exactly? Um, ultimately, I think it's still going to turn out to be a really solid game. Um, I think some people are going to love it. Um, I think it'll be a dark horse 
uh, type of game for a lot of people next year when it comes out. Um, there will be a pretty good uh, amount of support for it, being one of the better action games of the year. I think it's going to be about a 79, though, for me, though, uh, with some flaws, particularly with narrative and maybe some combat variety. Yeah, I mean, in a year where, where, where Sony was dying for for uh, exclusives, they had this, uh, you know, that was coming out this year. But what was weird for me is that they didn't even talk about it. Not even Sony, the Dovers, nobody's talking about it. So I do feel it's some troubled, um, troubled development going on here. But ultimately, I think that, uh, you know, Sony does tend to pick them pretty good. Uh, and so I got to give them a little bit of, of uh, a grace when it comes to that. But even with that, I, I, I'm going 76. Mm, okay. All right. Moving on here. Okay. Uh, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Yes, they are still going to release this game. Uh, Marco, what do you think that kill uh, Suicide Squad kill the Justice League is going to get? Uh, with all the hoopla about this game being uh, games of service and, you know, um you know what happened to Rocksteady? Why is this what they came out with? Um, I, I can see this game uh, getting dinged pretty bad on reviews, but not to the point where people are going to pretend like it's not a good game at its core. Um, I think seventy three is where I'm going here. Um, I think it's going to be fine. It's going to be. It's it's not going to be a terrible game. Ro- I don't I don't believe Rocksteady is about to launch a really horrific video game. I just think that the stigma around the live service component and the way they're trying to make that appetizing for people right now with their rollout is ultimately going to become grating. And I do think that it is going to be taken out on them when it is time to play and review the game. Some people are going to swear by it, though. Some people are going to have fun with it and say, man, this is a really good time, despite some of the the foolery going on with the live service stuff. Um, So I don't think it's going to be in the 60s by any means. So I'm going 73. Um, Rocksteady makes really good games, or they at least they did, or at least they have. Uh, and I think that when when Suicide Squad first showed out, it just it, it just looked. First of all, you know you had a lot of characters with like revolvers and handguns, th- weapons that they don't use. They all seem to be moving about the same kind of uh, in the same kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a lot of people ding that game for that, just based in terms of how it looked and and, and not being true to the to the comic book uh, counterparts. But again, Rocksteady makes really good games. I, I I'm at a seventy one. I think that um, you know, I, I even think reviewers are gonna are gonna lowball it a little bit. I think that when, if you get your hands on it, it'll play really well. It'll be really fun to play. But based on those factors, I think that even with that being said, that reviewers are going to um. You know, it, criticize it. It's 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 game that service stuff, which I think they should. You know, if it, if it's egregious or if it doesn't really work for the game, I definitely think it should be a hit here. But yeah, that's why I have it uh, at a seventy-one. I'm trying to look up here uh, to see what Marvel's Aven- Avengers got at uh, <laughs> in uh, Open Critic because it can't possibly be worse than that game. And that game was at a sixty-eight. Yeah, yeah. I I think that. I think this game could definitely be better than yeah, that. Yeah, I think so uh, too. At a seventy, by far. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on here. Uh, the the fighting game renaissance continues. Tekken Eight coming out early next year. Marco, what do you got? Man, uh, Tekken Eight, I think is going to get a ninety. Uh, this is going to be one of the highest reviewed games of the year. Uh, by far, I think that it really high on this game right now. I think that the the fighting game community is going to eat this up. I think that it looks beautiful. 
Um, it really seems to be getting fans excited. And the fighting game community has really been enjoying a great renaissance of, of just the, this resurgence of truly good offerings on the fighting game front between Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat being good, uh, now this. Um, I think this is going to be a it's going to be a great 90 type of experience. I think the 90 is going to come from, you know, there's going to be those reviewers who just don't get it. It's not fighting games are not their forte, and I think they're just going to kind of not know what to make of the Tekken 8 experience. Um, and I think that you are also going to see some truly overly hardcore fighting game fans go a little too get a little too granular with the review as well to not give it a you know really high high score but i think i think generally speaking this is going to be one of the best games of the year uh and and maybe a really good selling game of the year as well tekken 8's got some got some uh really good potential to make some noise this year coming up so 90 for me I have it at 87. Uh, I think that when you look at Street Fighter's uh, six success and how, um, you know, that's kind of been like the bar has been set. A lot like uh, Baldur's Gate 3 has set the bar for RPGs. I think that Tekken 8 is going to be, even though they're different games, different, you know, in terms of how you play it and how they, and, and the fighting systems and all that. I still think that this game is going to be compared to to that, you know, the content, the the, the single player stuff that, that, uh, the, that, that, um, Street Fighter Six did, and I think that Tekken Eight is going to be lacking in some of those things. I still think it's probably going to be the best reviewed fighting game of the year, uh, but I, I, I have it at eighty-seven. Mm, mm. Yeah, you might be right. We'll see. Yeah, uh, moving on here, uh, a game that was supposed to come out this year, a game that I was anticipating. It was on my most anticipated list when we did that uh, earlier this year, and that was the Plucky Squire. Fortunately, it did get delayed until twenty twenty-four. Marco, what are your thoughts on the Plucky Squire? I got good. I got really good energy about this game. Um, I, I feel like this is going to turn out to be a really solid game. Uh, it'll be, you know, on the better half of the year in terms of reviews. So I'm going 81 here. Um, I think that the art style okay. and the, the overall premise is going to be really impressive and charming, and um, it's going to. I think it's going to be on on some people's game of the year top tens uh, for what it's going to be attempting to do. I think the key is just going to come down to seeing how how much depth this game brings to the table. Uh, might be a little, um, maybe a little surface level. I don't know, um, but I, I just think eighty one seems to make the most sense to me. Yeah, I think besides uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song, I think that this is probably going to be one of the most high highest reviewed kind of indie type of games. Um, it, I, I have it at eighty eight. Um, I, I think that visually this game looks stunning. Interesting concept. Uh, I think that it has a lot going for it, and if they can really deliver on the promise of what that game is shown through the trailers, I think that this game, like you said, could be considered among the best games of the year, even. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I really like it. I just think that um, the team that's making it and kind of the promises behind what this game is going to be, I'm not sure if they nail that 100%. Otherwise, I would have kind of matched it with uh, with Silk Song at a ninety, but I, I have it at eighty eight uh, for what it's worth. Mm. Sounds like it's a dark All horse right. kind of game for you this uh, upcoming year, is it? Yeah, yeah. This definitely feels like that for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I think that you know, looking at games like from this year, like Hi Fi Rush, which we didn't know about go- going into this year, uh, obviously, but uh, it just it gives me those vibes. You know, like it's quirky, it's different. And it's really going to, if it executes well, it's really going to take a lot of people by surprise. Yeah. Uh, All right, moving on here. Um, This is an interesting game for us because catch us last year. We would have been uh, all about The Wolf Among Us Part 2, which comes out this year. Been delayed, delayed out of 2023. 
there's even been rumors circul- circulating by the uh, by people who w- work at the company that this game is not doing well in terms of development and that they would be quote shocked if this game ever released mm. so that doesn't bode well for it but you know that, that's just speculation at that point so but based off what you think uh, in terms of what we've seen uh from telltale what do you think the wolf among us 2 is going to score um i think it's going to be a good game but i think if if you're a fan of the first game this is going to feel like a vastly inferior sequel in almost every way um, and I hate saying that because I'm so looking forward to this, but I, I, I have to probably go at a 78 here. Um, I just don't think it's going it, to, it's just not going to do what I think the first game did so magnificently well. Um, I, I think that, that the writing savvy of Telltale um, through what I've seen you know, in, their, in their comeback has not really been inspiring. Um, to say the least. I think it's just been very okay work. Um, by no means bad, just kind of like middling work that, you you know, for a studio that's making games that are literally narrative-driven, um, I think that the games just narratively haven't really been up to par uh, yeah. by, you know, by the standard of their own legacy. So a 78's where I'm going here because I think it's just not going to um, match the highs of the first one. I went slightly, slightly uh, higher at 79, mm. um, just based off of, of all the things you said. I also think that um, it, Telltale was in their bag back in the day. Yeah. They they were pumping out uh, the Walking Dead games that were fantastic. And, and with time, those kind of, you know, gave us some diminishing returns on, on, they on did, that yeah. narrative. They did, 100%. Uh, so... I I think we've seen the decline with those games, and um, you know the expanse was good. Uh, it just wasn't as good as we wanted it to be. And honestly, like Marco said, the writing was lacking throughout that entire thing. And so the Wolf Among Us, uh, one of the things that was really so amazing about it was not only the characters, but that story and that writing and dialogue choices and and how the the game ends and all that stuff and how all that thing comes together so beautifully. It don't, I don't feel like Telltale has it in them anymore. I think that they're operating by the, that name, Telltale Games, but I don't think that they're the same people that, that we saw uh, back in the day. So with that, even even with all that said, um, I think that the, the Wolf Among Us IP, the Wolf Among Us IP is very, very, very strong, and I feel like if they can extrapolate from the source material a little, they can probably get away with it more than any other game uh, uh, in their catalog. So that's why I went a little yeah, higher at 79. I hope you're right, bro. All right, moving on. Yeah. Uh, moving on here, Towerborn uh, is a RPG by the by the developers that, if I'm not mistaken, made the Banner Saga, uh, and you know I, I like the Banner Stoic Saga. Stoic Studio, it's not my favorite. Stoic uh? Studio, yeah, Stoic Studio, not my favorite, uh, not my favorite RPG, but I think the game looks beautiful. I think Towerborn looks like the next uh, kind of uh, you know step into the into the. It just looks. Uh, a lot better than than what the Banner Saga did. I think that they have kind of those things, uh, RPG things, un, under their wing, and I think that they're ready to pump out something that's a little bit more. Um, I don't know, uh, has a little more to it than than the Banner Saga did. Uh, so, what do you got for Towerborn? I think this game's gonna suck. What? What do you I got? It's gonna suck. I mean, I mean, it's not gonna be bad, but I think it's gonna be not be great. It's gonna be seventy-two for me. Um, okay. Uh, man, look, this is gonna be one of those games that. I know the Xbox community of hardcore gamers are going to try to champion the hell out of. Um, 
and not just for you know for liking the game, but also like, you know, this is this is what happens when you let teams make games that they're passionate about and don't force them to make something they don't want to make. Yeah, but I just think that this is not the right game for what Xbox needs in their portfolio, and I think it's going to be I think it's going to be generally a good game, but. I, I just don't see reviewers being excited about this game. I think that's what it comes down to, to me. I think reviewers are going to be like, it's good. That's nothing wrong with it. It's just not, it's not, it's not wowing me. It's not doing the X factor type of stuff that really pushes a game into the higher seventies, upper, uh, low eighties, mid eighties. It's just not going to do that. I think it's going to be a 72. Yeah. I have it, um, currently at a 78, um, I don't know. There's something about the art style and uh, the way the game look. The way the game. I think really what it is for me, and it's hard for me to put it into words because I, I think you're right. I think a lot of things you're saying are correct, but it, there's just something about like the way the banner saga looked and kind of that story. I feel like they they, they figured something out there with, with with their storytelling and their RPG elements that they're not hardcore in any way, but it's it's a pretty easy game to play, and I think that Tarborn's gonna kind of emulate that in a lot of ways because the banner saga has like has like a part three has like an 84 on Metacritic. Yeah, people love it. Uh, yeah. People love it, so I, I feel like the, it's it's gonna be around that but it, it'll probably be uh a little bit of a diminishing returns on that on that front so at 78 all right moving on to our last two games here uh these two games i'm very excited for uh and we'll go with vampire the masquerade bloodlines to a very troubled game in terms of development a game that has been at least we started once from what we know about it in terms of development. Uh, but it is coming out next year, according to uh, the publisher. Uh, Marco, what do you think uh, Bloodlines 2 is going to get? I'm not down on this right now. I'm actually not. Mm-hmm. That that re-reveal, I think, looked pretty good. Um, I know that there's some things that look a little double-A dingy. Is, <laughs> I've been using that term a lot t- today, but <laughs> there's there's some of that. But I, I'm not going to jump off the ledge and say this is going to be a bad game. So I'm, I think that they're going to figure out a way to scrounge this together and put together a solid 79. Um so that might not sound like a solid number when you hear 70 anything, but I think all things considered with the, with the state of this game's development and what it's been through, if it can come out at a 79, I think that would be a huge W just to get this out the door and put out a game that isn't terrible. So 79. Someone at Paradox Interactive and, and, and they really believe in this game. To the point where, you know, uh, Paradox Interactive, the Chinese Room, Hard Suit Labs, all these people have they've given this game to, to actually develop the game itself. I feel like they, 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 there's something here that they want to do. The reason I say that is because the first Bloodlines game is a very uh, underrated game that not a lot of people have played. And yet, they're very adamant about making this game because I thought this game was done in terms of it being you know coming out I, th- I thought just based on everything that I've heard and, and seen it with its development cycle that why would they continue on to make this I, I do feel like they feel that they, they think they have something here 
with that said, I'm not going crazy. Uh, I, I am going higher than you. Uh, I have it at 81. I think it's going to be one of the bigger surprises of the year. Uh, a lot like Dead Island 2 uh, this year, where it's like, oh, this game is going to be terrible. It has to be. <laughs> it's like, okay, actually, it, it's not terrible. It's actually pretty decent. Uh, and I feel like that's where Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 is going gonna, is gonna to end up at 81. Now, of course, the fandom... Uh, is is definitely a part of that. I want it to be this good, uh, but I also think that it will be uh, eighty one for me. Not bad. All right, uh, last game here, Marco, uh, and uh, we just got some news on this game that it, it was delayed to next year. Though everybody knew yeah. that because it, it, they said winter twenty uh, twenty three, but you know nobody believed that was going to come out this year. And that's Warhammer forty k Space Marine two. Uh, for those of you who don't know about this game, this game came out a couple of years ago, like months after Gears of War. And Space Marine was a very good game that, you know, didn't have a lot of money behind it. So it had a lot of recycled um, uh, a lot of recycled areas and levels that, that, that made it feel a little cheap. Uh, and obviously with, with Gears of War just being kind of what the same game is trying to do here it, it ate its lunch uh that's for sure but I, I do think that from what i've seen from space marine 2 it looks like there's some money behind it it looks like again people really want this game to be uh you know to to, to, to finally get its shine uh but marco what do you think uh this game is going to get uh man warhammer um yeah, I just know. can't i cannot personally get engaged with this franchise no matter what i try to do um, I understand the disappointment of launching coinciding with with gears. That is a very unfortunate fate for what I heard was a pretty good game with with the first Space Marine. Um, I to think that they are just going to pick up from there and make a game that's just as good, if not better. Um, I just don't know if I believe that. I think that this is going mm-hmm. to be a seventy three for me. Um, I, I just don't get, ex- I, I don't think this is going to excite reviewers. Uh, this is, this is really about reviewers. I think that they're going to look at this game and go, this is great. If you're a Warhammer fan, you're going to love it. If you're a Warhammer fan, but no one's really going to get the material or what they, you know, or really appreciate what they're doing. That's unique enough to give it a, a higher echelon yeah. type of score. So I'm going 73 and I think this will be one of those like, criminally underrated games of the year type of things based on like the reviews just not matching up with how people who played it experienced the game so that's kind of my angle yeah i uh i have it at 83 um i think that uh it's hard to, to even talk about a warhammer game because they just end up always being disappointing um i know that bolt gun came out this year and people really like that uh but that's such a like a weird kind of side game for the Warhammer franchise. It doesn't really count in my book. Uh, a game from last year, the year before that, called Higher Gun came out that people were really high about. I thought it was absolute trash. Uh, so it, it's hard to kind of talk about these kind of games because the Warhammer community always champions their games and they're usually for the non-Warhammer fans, they never really work for us. Uh, but I, I do think that Space Marine, when it first came, when it came out, the first one, I think it was doing something different. I think it was in that world, sure, but I think that they they were uh, they were making a, a, an IP that almost was like a standalone IP with Space Marine. I think it took a long time to make the second game because the first one didn't sell as well as they would want it to. But I, they finally, uh, it's finally here. It, it looks great. So yeah, I, I'm gonna go be a little optimistic and go 83. Hey, that'd be awesome for fans of the series. Get like a bona fide good game 
uh, in that franchise. That'd be awesome for them. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't see it. But uh, yeah, so I guess that wraps up all of our predictions. Pablo, you know, kind of looking at our scores now that they're all entered in, it looks like your top five highest reviewed games of the year are GTA 6 at number one, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth at number two. Marvel's Wolverine at three, Hollow Knight Silk Song at four, and Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater at five. Uh, does that sound about right to you? You feeling pretty good about those? Oh yeah, that's a good ass okay. list. Okay, that's a good. And list. it looks like your like your, your worst reviewed games are going to be uh, Skull and Bones. No surprise there. <laughs> uh-huh. Suicide Squad. <laughs> A Suicide Squad, uh, Squad Kill the Justice League is the second worst game in your opinion. Flintlock, The Siege of Dawn, then Alone in the Dark, and then Pacific Drive. Um, how are you feeling about that That bottom five? Do you think that's about right, or can any of those games potentially surprise you? Yeah, no, I like that. I think uh, that's a good bottom five. Okay, um, so you're just, you're just uh, determined yeah. to hate those five. Okay, diabolical. Um, can't change can't change my opinion. Oh, okay, that's that's a little hard headed. Uh, <laughs> my top five, uh, pretty similar in some respects, a couple little differences here and there. But I have GTA Six as my highest reviewed game prediction. Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth, Hollow Knight, Silk Song, Tekken Eight, and then Marvel's Wolverine. Well, actually, there's a tie between. Uh, 87s that I have. I have Marvel's Wolverine, Judas, and Death Stranding 2 all at 87. So this kind of uh, okay. three-way tie there. I think um, I think I'm hopeful that Death Stranding 2 climbs up into the 90s. I really want to be wrong there. Uh, I want to be wrong about all these. I want them to all be greater than I can imagine, yeah, yeah. of course. Right. But I really, really want Death Stranding 2 to be the answer to some of those six out of tens from IGN in those like lower end scores. Especially since I've always right. been a supporter of Death Stranding since day one. Uh, and I've never doubted Kojima at all, and I don't believe he's for the streets. Nope, that's a he's lie. not for the streets. That's a he's lie. not whorish. He's not a Jezebel. Um, Bro, you got a solo a solo episode on this podcast <laughs> called Hojima. I don't recall. <laughs> Shut your I don't up. recall. Uh, my bottom five, also Skull and Bones. Uh, I have Alone in the Dark as well. Uh, Banishers, Ghosts of New Eden. That's got to be one of the worst names I've heard uh, out of all the games on this list this year. That's just a terrible. It's, it's a terrible name. <laughs> Pacific Drive. I mean, metaphor refantasio ain't, ain't, ain't great either. Leave. L- stop cussing me out. All right. <laughs> uh, Pacific Drive is my other one, and then Stalker Two. As much as I hate to put it down at the bottom five, I just I'm, I'm getting worried. Well, again, another three way tie. Greedfall Two. Towerborn and Stalker 2 all have the same prediction as 72. Um, I'm probably most confident in Stalker 2 being better than my anticipations, um, but I really do I really do believe that Towerborn is going to be a dud, and so will Greedfall. So I'm, I'm hoping I'm wrong, but man, it's just those games ain't doing it for me uh, at all. So nevertheless, man, we made it. We got through 46 games. A um, little bit of quick housekeeping is, of course, if there are new announcements that happen throughout next year, we will discuss uh, adding our open critic predictions for those games to this pre-existing list. And uh, once every quarter, we will uh, provide an update to you listeners on who is currently winning in this open critic war between me and Pablo. Uh, and we'll give you a points breakdown, who got what right, and so on and so forth. So stay tuned for that um, next year. But for now, that is going to do it for our Open Critic Prediction Special for 2024's lineup. Uh, Lots to look forward to next year, but that is going to do it for now. Uh, Listen, glad to have you with us for this week's episode, ladies and gentlemen. We really appreciate you showing up, showing us some love. 
listening all the way through if you got to this point uh, means a lot to us so uh, please feel free to subscribe to the show if you have not already if you've already done that for us by now my dog uh, appreciate you for doing that <laughs> so uh, until next time on behalf of Pablo thank you for listening enjoy your video games and we will see you next week take care peace out Make me feel